Hey guys, welcome to Swing It Around. I'm Karen. And I'm Chris. And welcome to Podcast One. Um, well, this is, I should say, our second attempt at podcasting. We got a little drunk during our first upload and kind of rambled on a little too much. Yeah, we weren't too thrilled with how long it went and we want to get more right into details and keep them a little bit shorter. Yeah, plus we talked to some podcast friends of ours, some of our fellow swingers, and uh, they basically um, gave us some tips. Um, so if you haven't followed us on social media or Twitter or you're not a Snapchat friend of mine, uh, which of recent has significantly increased, um, Chris and I are actual real life swingers slash open relationship I guess you want to classify like that we're we venture we like to venture and I think a little bit of everything uh we kind of flip-flop back and forth a little bit but I do believe that we lean towards a little bit of everything mostly swinging but a little bit of the open relationship hell there are times you keep mentioning that you want a girlfriend for both of us so that unicorn I'm still looking for absolutely so I mean that's more of like a the Polyamory, polygamy side. So I guess, but that sounds just such like a dirty uh, word, though. Polygamy. Yeah, so, they could have made it sexier. Yeah, so we kind of, <laughs> I like, I like to think we dive into everything. Um, yes. But first and foremost, this all started. Um, I mean, it it all started with, with a with a with a cuckold fantasy, and we yes. will get into that just a little bit. Yes. But we're gonna start by telling everybody a little about our about ourselves. Um, my name's Chris. Uh, I'm a professional poker player, so I do a lot of traveling, which the wife enjoys. Yes. And it's definitely a fun and adventurous and up and down lifestyle that you just, you have good days and bad days and you just really never know what you're going to be walking into. So it's definitely not for the faint of heart. Definitely not. And I mean, if you're not... A typical, or I should say, if you are a typical female, not a me, because I feel like I am a rare breed, and that's not me having a big head on my shoulders, because trust me, I have plenty of my own insecurities, but I feel like you, with me having the mindset already of wanting to be a swinger and things like that, you have to, you can't get, you can't get offended when girls are gonna, you know, be all over your guy because he's either on TV or he's doing really well or they go, hey, he's got a lot of money <laughs> and some pretty hot girls throw themselves at you sometimes, we'll say. No, and it's definitely, I, I guess you could say I married well because <laughs> most women probably would not be able to handle, I, I mean, I do travel and I can't always travel with her because she has her own career. Yes. And I'm away sometimes three, four, five days at a time. My that vibrator she has to gets be, a good workout. <laughs> that she has to be very trustworthy that I will always be open and honest with her about everything, which I am. Mm-hmm. So not many women can handle that. So I definitely pick the right one. Oh, well, and that's kind of what one of the, we kind of wanted to start the podcast for that particular reason is we had had these experiences that we'll dive into, but... It's such a sheltered lifestyle, the the swinging lifestyle, and it's secretive, and it's you can't tell people, and it's something that we really want to make it the norm. We don't want it to be abnormal. I mean, we in today's society with everything that is out there, why should two a man and a woman who are 
either married or in a committed relationship. I mean, hell, you don't you don't even have to be a man and a woman. You can be a gay couple, uh, and you want to go ahead and experience other people. I mean, it shouldn't it's it's our choice, and it should be something that we're able to be open and honest about. But no, um, absolutely, I, we're gonna dive into our first experience in a little bit. But I'm just gonna prelude that by saying our first experience was a sex club. And when you look at the club itself and the way they are, it's very dark and ominous. Like, you got to be hidden. And we don't want, we want to bring the lifestyle out of the dark, out of the shadows, and make it more of a okay thing to do. Absolutely. You know, not necessarily, it's kind of, it really truly is the new norm in these, these worlds. It is. But people don't know that because everybody feels like they have to hide it. Right. And especially, so my name's Karen, obviously, (laughs) and I am actually a paralegal at a big corporate law firm, and it is terrifying for me to even say anything remote um, to my lifestyle in my level of work or line of work because I, I just, I, this is my my money that I make and it's not something that you know how embarrassing would it be to be called into you know the managing attorney's office to be like oh well you know I heard this about you and you pretty much have to commit come in and sit there and tell them you know what yeah last weekend while you all were maybe having a bonfire you went to the bar oh I was getting fucked doggy style while my husband sat in a corner and watched. So, you know, it's not something that is, <laughs> I see you laughing over there. <laughs> it's, it's not something that is the norm. However, what can it I say? That be. was a good night. It should be. It absolutely 100% should be. I shouldn't be afraid to say that. And I'm not going to be. And you know what? We probably have one of the best marriages. We trust me. We we have seen some of my friends' marriages and some of their relationships, your friends' marriages no. and relationships. I mean, we went to a, a, a friend of yours whose wedding was huge, and they were so in love, and two years later, what happened? They're divorced. They're divorced. And we're still strong and going eight years later. Yes, we've been married for eight years. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. We've been married for seven years, but oh. together for eight and a half. That's I kind of what literally I... am such a dude with this <laughs> stuff that I even get our anniversary it... wrong. That my husband literally looks at me when I say, oh, yeah, eight, six. And he's like, no, no. It'll, oh, wait. It'll, yes, it'll, it is. It'll be, eight, it'll be eight and honey. August. Eight, six. Eight yes. August, honey. I always say. <laughs> eight, six, one, oh. I always say eight, ten or eight, twenty or yes. something like that. And he always looks at me and... And people get a kick out of it because it's usually the dude that messes it up. But um, that's basically, I mean, we, we come a long way in our marriage. So, I mean, we've, we've met online. Yeah, we met. Uh, I'm not going to name it because I don't want to give anybody credit. But we met on one of the <laughs> online dating websites. The free ones because I was you know, the one that was broke. The, one that, the ones that go underwater. And, um, Are you sure it was that one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and you'll fight me to this day because you still believe it's the other one, but I know it when it was. All right. I'll give you that and one. And we met on an online dating website. And you know what? Back then, even then, it was still a little risque to say, oh, my God, you met him. What if he was a murderer? What if he was yeah. a killer? And people always thought that you went on online dating because you were a loser. But the reality of it was, I so I I have I have children. And I, they were, my youngest was a baby and I was full-time in school, um, in college. I also worked a full-time job, uh, which is why I was broke because my kids were taking the money from it. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not old. I'm 31 years old, but I, 
I had my first son when I was a teenager and I decided I didn't want to be a statistic. So I went and did whatever I had to do to finish high school. I went right to college. And then my second son came around because I learned that when you turn 21, alcohol makes you want to have sex, but it doesn't make you put a condom on. (laughs) So my son was born. And so I literally did not have the time. And I did not want to meet someone at a bar because I was trying that with one of my good friends and all the guys I was meeting, which I probably would have liked now in this lifestyle, it would have been intriguing, but I mean, they would have been good for, uh, the good uses. Yes. (laughs) Which don't get me wrong. I took a couple of them up on their offer, Absolutely. but I of course was that young and I was delusional in what I should have. And I wanted that guy. So you and I met online. I think that first night we actually talked on the phone. You weren't a big talker, but we talked for four hours on the phone all into the middle of the night. And from there we met up and uh, I wish I could tell you it was a fairy tale from the beginning, but Mr. Christopher got me into bed on the second date. Not saying I was easy, but I was really horny (laughs) and didn't call me for a whole week. (laughs) You know, we were young and uh, we were booty calls to each other. We were the booty calls that we never went home at some point. For I will each say other. I might have went a little psycho bitch crazy on that first. So obviously slept with someone that I really liked and didn't hear from him. He didn't answer me and I might have went a little psycho bitch crazy through text messaging on him. I'm actually pretty surprised you called me in a week. But uh, lo and behold, he knew I went out every Friday night because I didn't have my sons. And a g- girlfriend of mine, we were both single. We would get all sexified and he asked me that Friday to send him a picture I was wearing and I had a few glasses of wine and I sent it to him thinking I'm going to show him what he's missing out and when he I remember I think it was like that black and white halter top that like plunged a little that you were like how's your boobs going to stay in that thing and that that sounds right yeah yes and all of a sudden you were telling me you can't wear that and I went out and you were texting me all night and just something attracted me to you that the two guys that kept trying to talk to me that whole night, you pretty much cock blocked them, but through text messaging. <laughs> my charming personality. You know, and myself, I also have two children uh, with someone else and I worked overnight, so I didn't get out a lot. And that's what led me to going to these online profiles because I was very busy taking care of my children during the day and working overnight and trying to sleep at least five hours somewhere absolutely mixed in and I felt like I was at the point where I wanted to meet somebody and the only way I was going to do that was probably hopping on one of these online websites which turns out was the best choice I ever made as she sits over there playing on her (laughs) phone answering all the messages on snapchat (laughs) It's a sausage fest over here. I can't help it. Like, they just like all the pictures. You know what you, I did? I there. did the mistake of, but it's not a mistake because it's actually very much turning me on. I sent the pictures of my vibrator and my dildo, which it's only a, a very, I mean, it's only two out of my entire collection. No, we're going to have to. And I Snapchatted it. And I Snapchatted them to suggest which outfit to wear tonight. And they are going crazy right now. You're going to have to update that picture with the other thousand in the box you have of toys i know but we need to update i really want those vibrating panties yes but all right so we're getting off we're, topic yes then. we're off topic this happens but um, it'll keep you it'll keep you on your toes that so. was definitely we just wanted to introduce ourselves how we uh, met where we came from who we are he was my booty going. call that never went home because every friday he'd message me and then finally one day i was like look you know 
I really need, I really do want a relationship, which I do. I want, I want to be married. I want a relationship. I, you are my absolute best friend and we do everything together and I couldn't be happier. And I think when you had that revelation that you were possibly going to lose me, it's when we decided to do the dating thing and it worked out. I mean, we were married a year later after officially dating. I mean, I will, I will say I was the one that asked you out, though, who would be official, finally. You said, I remember after that. After a wonderful date at a fun sports restaurant we go to Chicken locally. Chicken for the Flyers and they lost. <laughs> but how about we dive into how we got started in this lifestyle, right. where it came from. Well, we were pretty much a vanilla couple from the beginning. I wouldn't say we were vanilla. Not I mean, vanilla. We had yes. really good, wild We sex. did. And I will tell you this. And, I mean, you've heard my stories from when I was a teenager. I've always been kinky. I want to put that out there. This isn't something that my husband pushed or anything like that. I have always been a kinky person. I've always wanted to be tied up. I've always wanted to tie other people up. I've been... I've always been sexually attracted to women. Uh, I didn't want to have a relationship with them because um, I preferred the relationship with a with a male. But I've always I always think women are beautiful, They're beautiful, and all fun, sizes. Fun to look at. Girls so. work it, you know. I mean, a confident girl is my type of girl. So, uh, I and I've I've been into other, you know, I've always watched porn. I've always been into toys and strip clubs were always my thing, and you know, different positions and different things, you know. Th- to me, that was what was kinky because that was what was advertised. So, um, in the beginning, we had compared to this relationship a very vanilla. It was uh, it was normal. We would be kinky. Well, we might the known normal. the known normal where a husband wife I, occasionally spices it up. I like I like that saying the known the known normal. normal. And one day we were probably maybe three years into our marriage, um, and we turned around and. I was upstairs. We we actually were living with my mother-in-law and father-in-law for two months while our house was getting ready. Um, we weren't able to move into our new house due to construction, and we had already sold our other house. So we basically were, were shit out of luck. And it was we basically had to pick the worst of the mothers. Yeah, let's just say we were we were cramped <laughs> in their upstairs area. Yes, they had like a, basically one of them finished attics. It was the full yeah. length of the house, and our our children were two, in two rooms. Two, we were in a room two, and sharing one bathroom for everybody. Yeah, it was a disaster. It was a disaster. We so, counted down those sixty days. So <laughs> the wife was downstairs. Uh, I was upstairs. No, I was upstairs. I was I? Yes. God, you have a good memory. I was upstairs because I was on the computer. I don't want to ever hear that you forgot something. <laughs> I was uh, I was those. upstairs because I was on the computer. We had hooked up to the TV because mm. we had to have it all in one room. Yes. So I had the, our computer running through the just the big TV screen. I remember that. Hooked through HDMI. And Does this mean I have a problem if I drink the wine out of the bottle? No. Okay. Because you, it's a little bottle anyway and you're almost done. This isn't going to be so, good for my calories. I, I'm upstairs. She's downstairs. And... A few weeks prior, I've been having, I had a couple dreams, a couple thoughts go through my mind, a couple of a fantasy. You had dreams? And I, yeah, I never told you about the dreams. No, you just, I'll talk think... about them later when you're wearing that outfit over there and the uh, leopard. Oh. oh. Um, so I, I had a couple dreams of a fantasy. I had some thoughts about it. Maybe because I was thinking about it, I dreamt about it. And I didn't know how to approach her with it. I, I'm a very open, outgoing person, but sometimes, some things, you just have a hard time saying out loud physically. So, I did what every person does that can't say something out loud. 
I sent it through a message. You text messaged me. <laughs> I sent it through a message to her. Now, I just wanted to, if there, if we have any female listeners, because I, you know, <laughs> just say, which we should, because, you know, um, I'm going to say this. Text messaging your wife, something like that, um, which he'll probably paraphrase what he did, what he said, I really highly don't recommend but I will tell you this, that it was something very different. And when he, he kind of paraphrases what he said to me, I can understand why it was difficult. I also kind of reevaluated our relationship and thought, man, he really, like that would never happen nowadays. Unless I'm like at work and busy, he's at work and we can't physically talk to each other. We are so open that we've had, we've had conversations in public that at the bar that have made the bartenders or, I mean, we just told the Apple guy when we were purchasing yeah. podcast equipment. He asked what the name of the podcast was. Yes, as we're <laughs> as we're purchasing, as we're buying a new iMac, we're sitting there talking to the Apple guy. Even though I'll let you know, even though I play poker to make my money, I am very tech savvy. It is my forte. I don't really need his help or advice, but the wife likes to have fun with people sometimes and see if they can handle the. The uh, that's a lot of messages. I'm sorry, you're blown up and see how they react to certain things. So the guy said, Well, what are you using it for? We're like, Oh, we podcast, yes. Oh, what do you guys podcast? What's the name of your podcast? And she looks at me and kind of gives a little devilish smile and goes, Oh, well, it's swinging around, swinging around, and he kind of goes. Oh, <laughs> he looked at me, and I was like, "Yep, <laughs> yep." That that kind of swinging, yes, yes. And you know, little things like that. So, long story short, long story <laughs> short, sorry guys, I sent her a message that I've been having these fantasies about watching her be with another guy, a cuckold fantasy, a cuckold fantasy. Which, mind you, I didn't even know how to pronounce it when I read it in the text message because I'd never heard this term before. I don't think a lot of people have heard of it before. However, our favorite Broadway show actually uses it in one of their songs, Hamilton, when yes, yes when uh, the dude is is messing yeah, around with the with the guy's wife. Yeah. Yes. He, yes. He, he actually uses the word. Yeah. He cuckolded him. Cuckold. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. that, absolutely. And I sent her this message. David Linhagen, cuckolded. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry. So I, I just, I, now I just, I, I go through my head of every time I've heard this, this terminology. So I sent her this message of this fantasy I had, and it did not go as planned. It did not go well. We kind of argued about it. She asked if she was enough or if I was enough, things like that. Things that run through probably a known normal person's mind. I would say a female's mind, to be honest with you. I would say a man would, of course... And you know what? I don't want to pull the sexist card here because one thing I think you'll vouch for me with our listeners is that I am the biggest equal opportunist out here. I'm not a feminist. I'm a feminist in the sense that... I think women can do anything if they put their minds to it. But I also think that if women are going to play that card, then they need to not be like, well, it's Valentine's Day and he's the man. He needs to make all the plans. No. If you're going to say you can do everything as a man, ladies, get up off your asses and plan a romantic night out for your man. Absolutely. That's what that's basically my, I feel. You know what? Valentine's so, Day, my wife came home with a goodie bag for me. I did. I did. It, it had much fun Items, a couple shot glasses, yes. all of our favorite team, 
the Phillies. The Philadelphia Phillies, and who are terrible right now, but they're we, gonna still, get better. <laughs> we still have 08 to relive. Yes. So basically, as I read this text, I was filled with hurt. I was angry. I thought this was going to be the end of our marriage, that maybe he's setting this up for the fact that he cheated, like what was going on. And I, I immediately went to self-confidence issues of, you know, well, maybe I'm too fat because I am a curvy girl. I'm not a fat girl. I'm curvy. You don't get big boobs like I get by being super skinny. And, unless they're fake. Uh, unless they're fake. But uh, mine are free because they're real. And yours and are amazing. They are amazing. They, they as far as big as they are, do not uh, gravitate to the floor as much as you would think no, they would. No, they, they hang very well upright for being so heavy. Exactly. I don't trust me. I've lifted them. They are probably 15 pounds each. 10? Maybe 10. 10, okay. 10. Oh, good. I can just subtract 20 pounds off of the scale yeah, then. Absolutely. Um, so basically, I, I I flipped out on him, and I think I think we either slept apart that night, or I slept, you slept as far on the edge, or you didn't come up to bed until very, very late. You waited until I was fully asleep before you came up, and I, for a few days, things were just off with us, and that was the first time in our relationship that we were kind of like that. It, it was, we were just going through the motions. Good morning. I barely said I love you to him when I walked out the door, which I regret because no matter what, you should always say that to your significant other if you really do love them. And uh, I finally was sitting on the couch one day by myself watching my shows and it just the thought crossed my head of why don't you look into this? Like, why don't you... Like, he obviously was brave enough to come and tell you this, and now he's never going to want to communicate with you again because look at how you how you initially reacted. So I pulled out my cell phone and I trusted Google. And let me tell you something. Some of the pictures that come up when you Google cuckold are, you know, pretty pretty erotic. Just say, don't Google the images if you're approved. So. Yeah, it's, I, I, most likely the fir- one of the first things you'll see is if you Google cuckold, you'll see a guy probably under his wife. While she's being bent over. Yes. And that's just usually how it goes and, and whatnot. So But so I I Googled it, I researched it, I watched a video or two, and I I looked at it and I was like, hmm, this is interesting. I then in turn Googled cuckolding but for women. And I can't even tell you how wet I got from it. I was so immensely turned on. And I literally clicked in my head, this must be what he means. My problem was, is I was so stubborn. I created such a fuss over it, over him telling me that and thinking that it was not normal. And hell, I think I even told myself, this isn't normal. Something is wrong with you. You can't do this. Um, that I kind of shunned it aside. And we kind of left it at that. Yeah, it, we went a few months and nothing. We, we just Probably like two years. Really was it? No, I think I so. Think no, because was wasn't it when we went to the movies when we had that really? No, it was before. No, we went, to, right. we went to the Village Pub. You are we were right. At the bar. I I would say three to four months went by. Nothing came about it. We tucked it away. Yep. I didn't mention it again because I saw the reaction and I love my wife and I loved her then and I love her dearly now. That I didn't want to push anything and say I just kind of said oh, it's it's fine. It is what it is. Uh, I think you I, romanced I, me I, a few I, times I, after that. I, res- I respect how she feels and her wishes, and that's kind of how we live our life. We respect the other person of what they like and what they want and what they enjoy. Um, and then we went to the bar. Yeah. Which, by the way, 
my wife has a nice glass of wine right now. I got a little vodka right now. Yes. Well, you guys, we're, we, we're in the middle of a big lifestyle change. And not not that we needed it, but my husband, my husband, his side of the family just does not do well with their heart. And, you know, we're big drinkers. And ask anybody, we're big drinkers. And we just decided that we wanted to do this lifestyle change. We wanted to go to the gym. I mean, we go to the gym probably five five days a week right four, now. Four to five, yeah. So my husband is down almost 40 pounds, and I'm down 30 and it's something that we're very proud of, but we still enjoy our cocktails. No, absolutely. <laughs> we, we decided we started cutting out other things. We don't hardly eat any carbs. Right. We don't a lot of protein, eat, we eat a lot, a of, vegetables. lot of chicken, turkey, and seafood. seafood. For me. Mostly you, but I've tried some. You have. I'm proud of um, you. You know, instead of beef or whatever, pork sausages, we now eat turkey sausages and chicken, chicken sausages. sausages. We stopped ordering chicken fingers and french fries at 1 o'clock in the morning. Absolutely. And if, we, <laughs> and if we're at the bar and we get a food, we get a chicken Caesar salad. Yeah. Because... We, have a, we have a very funny bar, uh, DJ friend of ours who calls us out on our shit every time yeah. we go to karaoke. He, he likes to point out that we're the ones in the bar that order the salad when yes. everybody's out, everybody else is ordering mozzarella Karen's steaks. Karen's ordering a vodka water. Chicken, <laughs> chicken and french fries. I'm drinking a Southern Comfort with some diet soda, yes. and Karen drinking a vodka with water, <laughs> and you know, and that's just how it is now. And we did it for not only because I have some very bad health issues on my side of the family that I'm personally trying to avoid. I really enjoy my life, and you know, just because she's my best friend, my partner. And I couldn't imagine doing this with anybody else. No. And this lifestyle Plus, change with anybody else. We are going to our first swingers slash nudist. Uh, well, I think it's more like a adult only, but swinger type of resort in Mexico next year. And I'm I plan on walking around naked, like fully naked. Like I'm okay with that. Maybe a cover. You know what? I'm gonna retract that statement. See through cover. Because I'm a see through maybe bathing suit bottom. Because I get skeevy if I'm sitting on like I agree. multiple no things. Top, yeah, no bottom, top. Bottom, but with no the see through. Absolutely. Throw over. Right. So flash forward, we're at the bar. <laughs> All right. And we're having we like our cocktails and we drink yeah, absolutely. and we've 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 gotten really even some of our kinky moments before this lifestyle we it happened because of alcohol because it opens you up. It 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 relaxes you yes. and makes you. Brings out stuff in you that sometimes you can't bring out of. Like the fact that she wanted to try anal. Yeah. And it took a night in AC, Atlantic City, and many drinks. Yep. And we got back to our hotel room and she was like, babe, here's the loot. I want to try anal. Yes. And that night went mostly well. (laughs) Mostly. It was a, it will, that'll be another conversation. It's definitely, but. definitely something that you so, need to practice at to get just right with the, your partner because they'd be comfortable with you Which doing we, it. Which we, I think, have gotten to that point. Ah, so we'll this get was, into this that. Years ago. It's definitely something I think I, I, I'm going to definitely give like advice to to, to people. Um, but so basically, we're at the bar and all of a sudden, I open up to you. Yes, you you turned to me and looked at me and said, and said, babe, we need to talk. And obviously my first reaction was, crap, what did I do? <laughs> and we're both feeling really good right now. We're probably at the tipsy level. We were. And she looks at me and says, so I've been thinking about the fantasy you brought up to me. And I've Googled, I've researched, and I've looked into it. And I have to say, it kind of really turned me on. Made me a little wet. Yeah. I'd like to discuss it further. 
Yes, because I still was very, I didn't know how much you knew what you were researching, what you were watching. I was very much prude. And I think that that's what makes people shun it as abnormal is that they don't understand it. They don't know it. I don't want to ever get lectured about being on my Snapchat because you are fantasy trading right now. I saw that. <laughs> I can't help it. When my phone vibrates, I have to see if I'm up to make my selection for my, my startup funny, graph. when I vibrate, I feel like I have to come. Yeah, well, <laughs> so anyway. I don't have that luxury. I, I basically told him that I was interested in this, but we had to discuss it. I wanted to make sure I was a I, I, I want to know the facts. And the thing is, I'm going to be honest, there really are no facts. You you have to either try it or dive into it. You can research all you want, but until you're in that situation, you may or may not like it. So our quick grabbing dinner and some drinks bar trip turned into we need to call an Uber because we just kept drinking and that was when we fully put it on the table of that we were into this, that that, that was it, that uh, cuckolding was a fantasy of both of ours. And that led to me asking you a question right before we left. I said, does this constitute us as swingers? I'm actually, no, I'm going to start. All right, guys, we're back. Sorry about that. We had a minor interruption to our podcasting. One of the uh, downfalls of podcasting at home. <laughs> yes, one of the dependents needed uh, help. The youngest dependent who still occasionally needs his mommy and his stepdaddy well, yes. to help him with things. The and other ones are 13 and above. Yeah. Very self-sufficient. Yeah. Don't really ever see them. No. The 16-year-old's about to get her license and we really don't see her. Yeah, but the little one, he's our he's our favorite, but no don't tell anybody. He's got the flu right now, so he's a little more yeah. He's getting over the he, flu, he, he I should spe- say. It's he not spe- like he's newly He spends all day laying in bed right now, so he really doesn't need much of them. We check on him, but he was hungry. <laughs> yes. I went to care of that. Which means he's on the way to recovery. But yes. anyway, so back to the fun parks. Yes. And I'm sure you guys so want to hear about kids. We're but definitely we're we it just it dove into a lot of conversations of asking if our what does this classify us as? And I think that that's the the problem is we automatically assumed we needed to be classified as something when just make it whatever it is that you want to make it. Um, so we kind of left it at that. We we went home. We had probably some of the best sex that we had. And we were dirty talking about things that we talked about that night. And I was talking to you. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to say it out loud. Let me say it out loud while we're having sex. And I, I said it. Like, you know, how do you, you know, imagine me being, you know, fucked by another guy. Another a bigger guy. A better guy. And... You literally held on to me, and I think you came probably the hardest that you've ever came. And you kind of did the same thing for me, and we knew right then and there that this was something that we, this was something we were going to have to actually pursue and not just dirty talk in the bedroom. No, absolutely. So, um, some time goes by, and we decided to go to a sex club. That was our first experience. Yeah, I mean, I really really wish that I could um tell you guys exactly how I discovered the sex club. I you know what it was? <gasps> I remember now. We joined SLS, I think, the Swingers Lifestyle thing because yes. we were starting to look for couples. Actually, to be honest with you, we were mostly looking for another guy. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. 
when an, when a girl says, "Hey, I'm looking for a, another guy to fuck me for my husband," that doesn't mean that you can treat her like a piece of meat. Okay, you still gotta be slightly respectful. She's a human being because we were having a huge problem finding someone that pretty much was that perfect in between of. I get it. It's just about the sex and it's kinky and, you know, and I'm sure it puts the other, it puts, it's awkward for the other guy. You're truly looking for a respectful friends of benefits. Yes. Yeah. Someone that knows that there's not going to be. You you don't have to pay my bills. I pay my own bills. There's not going to be a boyfriend girlfriend relationship in the end. I'm not looking to talk about my feelings with you, but Mm. I am looking for a level of respect that you respect me that if I tell you something that's off limits, you don't tell me all, but why baby? Cause it, it turns me on. You should do it. I'm sorry. It wasn't about me turning you on. You literally are, are a, a, a sex toy. You're a toy. That's what you are. Yes, you're a toy. You are. You're a sex toy. And you know what? That's okay. I can say that. And it's not disrespectful because a lot of men would kill to be a toy. It's not disrespectful because we're upfront and honest with people right away. That exactly. Is the we don't play the thing. game. We don't play the pretend game well lead people on no 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 no, no, no. no. i'm just saying that we, we we'll learned get, that lesson we'll get from that, that one, we'll get but... that to at another date and yes. time but we don't play the let's hide our relationship and lead people on correct we're upfront honest and listen she when she was on the website looking for guys yeah. our profile said we were married. It was both of us on the profile. Yeah, I don't even think we were putting that we were swingers. We literally put that we were just looking for a cuckold. And, and, I mean, some of the messages I got were fine. Some of them, not so fine. But we really couldn't find someone that I was... Look, I'm one of those guy, oh guys, I'm one of those girls that doesn't... I, I have to be attracted to you, yes. There has to be some form of physical attraction. But I'm not... One of those girls that's like, he has to be thin and muscular and tattooed, although I love my tattoos. I feel like if you... Six foot one, 190 pounds. Exactly. I feel like if you're nice, but you have some imperfections, but you're nice, you're great in bed, you know, I really don't, I really don't care uh, in we, a sense. We only have one requirement. What? For a guy, for you. Oh, he has to be bigger. That's the whole he point of the cuckold. He has to be bigger because that's the whole point of the cuckold fantasy. Now, yeah. I'm not small in any no, regard. No, 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 no. I, you know, I mean... You are nice and thick, and you. I always say that you're a decent size, but you claim that you're average. I, I am ab- about the average length, but I do admit I have some good girth, some good thickness to it. Yes. So she gets plenty of pleasure. So if the fantasy is going to be fulfilled and I, real. I think you have to be either equal or bigger because the fantasy isn't just about being the bigger, it's also about getting a watching. But you can't watch your wife get pleasure by someone that's smaller because no, it's not going to happen. Absolutely, because you're so used to me that. <laughs> It probably right, wouldn't why, even affect you. Which is why it should be equal or yeah, bigger. Equal or bigger. Yes, you correct. prefer bigger. So bigger. that that is definitely the only requirement, <laughs> as well as being respectful Absolutely. to me and most of all my wife. Yes, and I I don't understand why it is so hard for some of you guys to 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 be respectful. I don't under, I don't think men understands. That they would get so much more women. You really, truly would. You know, just because a girl's kinky and very open. Look, you can send me a dick pic. I don't fucking care. But, like, today, someone sent me a dick pic on Snapchat of him peeing. Not, I'm not into R. Kelly, okay? I'm just not. It's not going to happen. He got blocked right away yeah, because that was weird. We, you we, didn't even ask my, you didn't even ask my yes, to that. just ask. <laughs> but, like, hey, I, I'm digging your lifestyle. I find you hot. 
Can I send you a picture of my penis? Yeah. Sure. Why yeah. not? Mm-hmm. Can I send you a picture of me pinging? She would come out right away and be like, listen, dude, not my thing. I still want to talk to him because I I'd still, be like, yeah, not we my still thing. chat and whatever, but that's just not my thing. But guys, for whatever reason, take it upon themselves to just do whatever they feel like they want to do when yes, really we're not objects. You should be finding out what the what the girl likes, what the woman likes, right. what the female so likes. So we went on the SLS and we we were talking to some 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 guys. We actually talked to some couples too, but SLS is kind of weird. I mean, you have to like pay for certain things. You can only send certain messages. I think don't quote me on this. I don't want SLS coming back and me saying you false promoted me. We are not sponsored by them yet. So if they want to sponsor us. Give me some detailed information and give me a free membership and we're good. We'll um, happily talk about exactly. you every podcast multiple but times. They promote parties, uh, swinger parties. People can promote when they're having a party. And then the that's when we found the advertisement for the sex club. And I Googled it because I was like, this can't be real. Like, how is it legal to physically have sex in public? Because they're promoting it. There was a swingers sex yeah, club party. Even you're inside a building, they it's in public. talked about how, how confidential it is. You're not, you're not even allowed to bring in your phones, uh, which was a little... You could bring in your phones. I'm sorry. You weren't allowed to have them out. You yes. had to go into the phone area yes. that they allowed. It was like the hallway. Or no, it was outside. You had to go out the back door past the red room. I call it the red room because it was with the St. Anthony's Cross and all. Was it? You couldn't even have it out in no. the uh, dance floor area? No. They no? said that you could. It was a patio. Okay. It was enclosed. Okay. But you could, you had to go outside. Oh, I didn't care about my throat anyway. Well, because moment. the entire... the entire So basically... All right. We'll get to that. But So I Googled it. And it's I'm going to put it out there because they were great hosts to us. It was the role play lounge in Atlantic City. And... I remember we went, we decided that we were going to go and I said, okay. And I picked out an outfit and we had my, a girl from work's 30th surprise birthday party that I'd already committed to earlier that night. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just go. We'll go to her party and then we'll tell people we have another birthday party to go to an AC. Yes. That's, that's why, why we were that's all, dressed, we're all up. dressed up. Yes. I was in heels. I had this black uh, halter top on, black uh, leggings. And I mean, my high heels were... Anybody who knows me knows I love animal print and glitter, and they were both. So I was in heaven with these huge stripper heels. My hair was all done up. You were dressed all nice. And everyone's like, why are you here at the dive bar? Like, all. So we we told me to leave. Um, So we literally get into the car afterwards. And I I don't know how you felt that day while we were there. I was nervous. I was nervous. Absolutely. I just kept drinking. I'm like, I don't want to get too, too drunk because I want to be coherent when I have this experience. Yeah, I kept drinking because it calms me. Yeah. And kills my nerves. <laughs> well, the well the role play lounge is a um, a BYOB. So we stopped off and got some liquor. We got two airplane bottles. And listen, not to promote it, but we definitely took some shots of the airplane bottles. One each. But right before we got into the car to go, to go, we were halfway there. Like we, I think we took the Black Horse Pike all the way down. Yes. And we roll up and you look at me because it's, it's dark in the area. And if you know Atlantic City, Atlantic City has its shady parts. It's just, it's Atlantic City. Just like I'm sure, you know, well, we've seen Vegas. It has some shady parts oh, too. Oh, yeah. It's like any other city. <clears throat> right. So we basically were like, are we, are we like at the right place? Well, they open at 10, I think, 10 or 11. And we got there right when it opened because we thought that there'd be a line and everything like that. We didn't know how it worked. We were one of the first ones there. And I remember we walked in. We signed up for the membership. You have to sign a confidentiality agreement. And I remember looking at the gentleman at the door and I said, 
is like, is there any chance that anybody can take a picture of me? Because at the time I was doing stuff for the government. I had the, the big job in the city. I didn't want to run the risk of being, you know, I guess not, not discovered because I act like I'm all super important, but I wasn't. And he a hundred percent assured us that everything was fine. They actually gave us a tour and they showed us all the different rooms. You came in, you had your bartender where that you gave your, your liquor. It was great. They have porn playing on the TVs. Yes. They had a dance floor right there. With the stripper pole. People with the stripper pole. Uh, on that, on that first floor, you had uh, a room where you could be have someone in cages and someone tied up to like a wheel thing. Basically, think of Fifty Shades of Grey, yes. but a little bit more we- severe. I would say it was it was red. It was all color red. It was black it, it, leather. It made me think of like hell sex. It was basically it had the Saint Anthony's cross that you could literally be tied to yes. and have stuff. They had cages in there. They had black leather beds. They had a wheel thingy then, that you could be on. Then the guy takes us upstairs. Mm-hmm. And once you get upstairs, there's a room to the right of just like a playroom. Just a couple beds in there that are, well, whatever you want to call it's them. It's a glow-in-the-dark room, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was yeah. all uh, the, the black light room. Yeah. Then once you pass that, is just this big open area. To the left are like a, is a very long seating area, like a couch, but all really long. Yeah. Covered like, by like a curtain-like thing. It was they're like beads. A, yeah, like beads. Yeah. Um, Bead to the curtains. right were two stripper poles, mm-hmm. one on each side of a bed. And the swing. And the swing. Mm-hmm. So we're walking through, and that's just a and big... And couches around the bed yes, that are not yes, in the beach. that is a big open area, just... It's open. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much, it's just open. Think of it as like the main it's show. It's like a main public show area. Yes. So we keep walking, and there's another just standard room on the right. And then as we get to the end, there's one more room all the way down on the end to the right... And it's couch cushion like material. It's all cushions on the floor, yes. like bean baggish, yeah, comfy, yeah. and it's a very dim red light. Now, mind you, that room and the room right before it that has multiple beds inside of it, there was a rope before it, and yes. it's couples only unless they invite you. Yes, which I personally liked because. There were some some experience. We'll we'll get into that. We'll get there were to, some. We'll, we'll get into the one, and that'll some, explain everything. That'll with explain that. why you why they have that. So so we walked all around. Everything was great. Yeah, was, we decided to go downstairs and hang have, out with the bartender, have a drink, listen to some music, right, and kind of just relax a little bit. We were probably kick, there kick for the an, nerves. Yeah, we were probably there for an hour before anybody started to show up because I remember looking at you going. We're probably just gonna have sex here by ourselves because no one's here, and apparently it doesn't get popping until like midnight. <laughs> so we're sitting downstairs. We're having a we're having a couple cocktails, a couple drinks. Uh, music's playing, good music. Bartender was hot. She was hot. Bartender was hot. She was telling us all the stuff yes, that she's yes. seen. She was telling a story. She has. Uh, can you imagine the stories? Yeah. She has stories out the ass. It was amazing. And she's going on and on about all these stories. Then it finally starts to pick up. People start to show up. So now we're intrigued. So we decide, well, let's go. Because let's be honest. there A swinger club, well, a sex club is a couple things. It's A, people that want to go there and have sex. Mm-hmm. B, it's people that want to go there and have sex with other people as well. Yes. C, it's also a voyeurism place. Yes, if you just People that like to watch. Absolutely. So we decided to go walk around and look and see how it was going. We go back to the hell Satan-like room with the cages and the cross, mm-hmm. all red lit. Yeah. 
And we get there, and there there's are, a gathering. There's a gathering because <laughs> there are two women. Yes. Slightly curvier women. Uh, so more props to them. When I, I will tell you this, and I don't want this to come. I'm going to say this with the utmost respect because I applaud these women. They were the type of women, these two women, they were very plus size. Yes, yes. And absolutely, but there's nothing wrong with they that. They were the first to get naked. Absolutely. And they were in the cages dancing. Sure. They were on the bed doing stuff. I mean, with each other. It was the one, it was the one curvier girl that was there with what we claimed, we thought was her pimp. I, 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 I'm pretty sure it was her pimp. I think so. It really was. I believe that. And, but let's be honest, they're the women, it's not just them, but that's the kind of personality that we look for in a man or yes. a woman, because we are all about just having fun, and those two women, even though they were, quote unquote, the bigger women, I don't care, they we- were so open and fun. All body shapes and sizes are beautiful in Absolutely. one way, and that confidence level, I wasn't looking at their body, I was looking at... Holy shit, How dude. amazing You're it was amazing. what they were doing. The one girl was there with her boyfriend. And they these two women didn't know each other. The one girl was there with her pimp, who was a female. <laughs> that's that's what kind of threw us off a little bit. We're going to call her the pimp. She's the pimp. And then you had the other curvy girl, or plus size girl, with... It's the same thing. With, well, I, you know what I mean. Um, with her boyfriend. And they were on the bed with the girl that was being pimped out. And they were nonstop ha- having fun with each other. And everyone started gathering and watching. And we were like, you know what? This is a turn on. And I think you and I started to, you know, get close to each other. You know, we were we yeah. were kind of starting to rub up on each other because uh, we're absolutely. getting turned on. You definitely start, uh, if you're there with someone, with your partner, you definitely start feeling on them and, mm-hmm. and kissing on them. And definitely being lovey-dovey, touchy-feely with them. Uh, type of stuff. That was an amazing, an amazing experience, and I, you know what? That was a great way to kind of like, oh, that's what you can do. That that's cool. All right, yeah, yeah. No, whatever we're gonna yeah. do can't be half. Like you know, it can only be half what they're doing. Right. So we decided to venture upstairs. We did, and I will tell you that. When we went upstairs, we were kind of walking around. There were people in the blacklight room already doing some stuff. Now, mind you, at a sex club, we probably should mention this, couples are, a, you know, a flat rate. Uh, women, single women, are normally for free because, let's be honest, most of the, the sex club experience is one to three, some with another girl, plus how many women are you really going to get to come in just by themselves? And men have to pay more than the couples do. And men are only allowed on certain nights. Single men. Single men. So the night that we went, it was a Friday. Single men were allowed on that night. And they had to pay like, I like not double, but like 40 or 50 hours more no, than a couple. it was probably about double. Maybe it was because we, we... they tried to wean out the, I mean, come on. If you made it like cheap for a single guy to get in there, that's all that it would it be. It would be filled with penises. Exactly. Of so, thirsty men. I'm seeing which people, is my, apparently my new favorite word. It is. He used thirsty like five times. I said we went to tilt to kill, <laughs> which I love the tilt to kill. But yesterday we went there relatively early at five o'clock in the afternoon, and it was all I will, thirsty. I, I men. will tell you, we've been to the tilt to kill multiple times. Yeah. Every time we've gone, we've had no problem getting a seat at the bar. Mm-hmm. We went for the first time ever on a weeknight. I would on say. a week 
day. Weekday, right after work. At night, like a five o'clock time frame, because the wife was home early uh, for whatever reason. I can't remember. You came home early, I say, for something. But um, so we went. I came home one time. Oh, we yeah. must have went right up then. Yeah. But we've never gone that early. Normally when we go out to a place like that, we go at like 7, 8 o'clock at night. Yes. Uh, we went at like 5 o'clock and the entire bar was filled with men. It wasn't even one female there. And we were able just to find two seats to squeeze in now. Yeah. Just sit at the bar because we are... At the, we are sit at the bar, people. Not only because I can get my drink right away, but we can also eat there. So to me, it's a win-win. And we're also not big eaters, so I feel bad taking up a table when I know that I'm just going to be and, drinking. And not to mention, the wife loves to chat with the bartender. <sighs> I do. And that bartender last night was amazing. She wore these like schoolgirl outfit or schoolgirl like glasses. And anyone that's been I mean, to Tulsa, you, you know. already know you the got, outfit. You should know. You got her number. I did, and I gave her mine too. We're gonna go see Brittany. You watch. Um. So anyway, I we get upstairs, and people are in the black light room, and we are walking past people that are sitting in the bearded, bearded, the beaded curtain area. Um. Mostly single guys that are just sitting there, and they're kind of watching couples that are there, and we kind of sit. We go to sit across the way. We don't want. We didn't want to sit in the the beaded curtain area. We want to sit. Out in the open, in front of the big, what I called, main stage bed that was probably equal to two king-size beds. It was huge. And they walk in. The ex-husband and ex-wife that were working on rekindling their relationship that probably were in their mid-20s, she was drop-dead gorgeous. We're talking black, skin-tight dress fishnet stockings, high heels. He is a... She had knee-high boots. She had knee-high boots. I'm sorry. And knee-high he was, boot heels. I don't know if that's He was thing, gorgeous. But. He was just dressed very nicely. I mean, you had to be dressed nicely to be in this place. Um, but still, he was in a nice attire. And they are power walking like they own the place. Remember? Absolutely. It's, it's like they know exactly what they're there for, what they're doing, and what their goal and accomplishment is going to be. And we're sitting there. Mm-hmm. And where do they head for? The main stage bed. The big bed. The big bed. Right. Just them two. Right where the swing is. Right where the swing is, where the poles and are, the poles right in front are, of everybody. Right where everyone can, literally, they're couches for you to sit and watch. That's the point. They literally both have a glass of wine in their hands and he, they put their wine glasses down on the floor area before they... Because the bed is up on like a stage a little bit. You have to climb Absolutely, up on yeah. it. It's, le- it's elevated and to be seen. she gets on it. And she has a skirt on. And he rips apart her fishnet stockings. And they go at it. I mean, I sat there with my mouth open because... I, it was, what, 20 minutes? Yeah, least? I mean, I had seen, obviously, sex already going on. But, like, I literally was, was sitting there going... This, like, they literally, like, I, marched in here, and she climbed on top of him. I, I will say, we were there till close. We were. They were the only ones that got on that bed. Yes. And, and that just, that right there was a turn on instantly. And everyone kind of started to gather around, and she, she rode him. Like, she climbed it like it was her show. And you're starting to think, like, are they, are they, like, you know... They've done this before, type of thing. Yeah. It you, just you start to wonder if the club pays them to come that do that to get people going. She, right. While she was doing that, I just I got this like sense of bravery. I just whipped out your penis and I started to to stroke it a little, and mm. we didn't do anything yet. And then they they finished and 
the the secure bouncer dude comes over to clean off the bed because they they're big on sanitation and cleanliness and everything is nothing is like cloth material except for that 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 room in the back which I don't know how they keep that clean but we whatever and um everything is leather and he they immediately sanitize it and you know she's talking to the bouncer and I'm thinking man that's relatively early in the night there he did all that that she's probably gonna be the only one that gets to have fun because it takes a man a little bit of time to recharge sometimes. Well, that's when you and I go into the the curtain area and we're sitting there and I said, I I don't know yet if I can do this in front of people, so let's let's get some sort of shelter. And I got on my knees behind the, the beaded curtain and started to give you a blowjob. And that was when I was so into it, remember, and you had your hand on my head. And all of a sudden, I had this sense that something was super close to me, and it was another. It was a you single had, dude. You had a sense. It was right next I, to me. I didn't know that because my head <laughs> and my hair were in the way. So we're we're sitting there, and she's giving me one of her amazing blowjobs. I got my hand on her head. I'm sitting there. Eyes are getting ready to roll in the back of my head. I'm feeling amazing, and I look to my right, and there's a guy sitting like. Probably five to six inches away from me. And this is the problem that sometimes you run into in this lifestyle. And if not, if anything, we would love to educate people as well. Oh, yeah. His first comment out of his mouth was, can you can you share her mouth? Ugh. That, dude. I stopped midway. That's not going to do what did he just fucking say to me? And I think I scared him because he ran He ran away. And you know what? That's exactly why. They, and that's maybe our fault. That's exactly why they have the behind the velvet rope area. Yes. So you don't run into that. But guys, man to man, any guys that's listening, that's not how you approach a situation. Simple as that. You know, wait for them to A, maybe be done. <laughs> And then maybe try to talk to them. Yes. And listen, my wife is DTF. DTF and DTS. Down the fuck, down the suck. Oh, God. All, all, come introduce yourself to us when we're not in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, my name's Bill. Uh, how, I think your wife is beautiful. How you guys doing? Yada, yada. And you know what? She may have sucked your penis as well that night. But you did not approach it the proper you way. You could have even been like, hey, dude, your wife is, or girl, whatever, because you don't know if you're married. She's so beautiful. Absolutely. And I would love to have hey, fun with you, you guys. You never know. You might have gotten the not, fucker. Do you want to share her mouth? You didn't even you, ask my permission. It wasn't permission. even a dude's. Can you share her mouth? Yes. It was, no offense, I love you. It's not his decision. It's mine. It's my decision where this goes. No. You're not the one that has to deal with it if you get a disease, okay? So it's my full decision. So Well, when you're tied to the bed, it's my decision. We (laughs) you're funny. Well, all of a sudden we decide to um get up and kind of explore. You you still really hadn't hadn't come yet in a sense. And um yeah, you can go get more vodka, honey. I'll talk to our audience. I'll be right back. Okay. And um, basically we turned around and, uh, we decided to go into a, a different red and, um, proceed to the back where it's the, the couples only section. And we, you were very turned on at that point, even with the guy, 
you were turned on. I was obviously turned on, and I obviously I didn't come yet because he kind of interrupted us. Yes. So we decided to go back behind the velvet rope, and we went into the first room, just a standard room. It's got some beds in there, some low lit lighting, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we're in there, and you know, one thing leads to another, and before you know it, I have you bent over in that room. We decided to fuck it, go for it. And yeah. now we, I will say, other than the the little blowjob out in some of the public area, we decided our first actual full fucking experience would be in the pr- more private area, just because we want to calm our nerves and we're getting used to this right and this is new and there's and there's no private room i want to put that no, out no absolutely but it is the old room that limits people that can come back there you have to be it's a couple basically only. private from those single right men. and of course wouldn't you know it as soon as we start going at it he bends me over the bed um that's one of my favorite positions by the way is doggy style absolutely and he turns around and he's pounding me and don't you know all of a sudden i feel this thump and it is this girl and this guy that are literally in the same position as we are, just going at it, but literally right next to us. A- absolutely, and, and and it was incredibly hot. That there were, even though we weren't doing it with them, it, it kind of had like a a soft, not a I don't I don't even know how to phrase it, soft swap feel to it, where Maybe. same a same room feel, same room, but and, still not swapping. But I no, get what you're saying. Yeah, there's like certain we'll get in that another yeah. time, but there's certain things with swapping and all, but. Um, and it was definitely a turn on to know that there was somebody else right there as I was pretty much laying into you. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, basically, we finish. Yes. And, but we're not done. You know, like, we're like, we want to keep staying. We're going to walk around. absolutely. And we go into the the room right next door, or uh, or we walk around a little bit more. No, we walked around a little bit more, because when we went in that room, it was close to closing time. Right. So, we... We walked around, and then we ended up coming back upstairs again. Later in the night. Later in the night. Um, talked to some people, you know. Yeah, so we we had back, some more had drinks to more the drinks, bartender. Talked to the bartender a little bit. Talked to the bouncer. Talked to the bouncer because he was kind of, well, I think he was more of also like a manager because he was in a, like a, a he was in a full a good, suit and all. Guy, yeah. And, um, surprise, he, surprise. He, he doesn't get offers all the well, time. Well, that's what it is. Is they, they knew it was our first time that they kept checking on us. And that was awesome. And they always ask you, are, are you okay? Has anybody bothered you? And you know that they're probably mostly referring to the single guys that are there. Because yeah, they have a strict policy. They basically say, like, if, if any of the couples come up to you, which I don't necessarily agree with because someone could easily just lie or, or maybe they misconstrued it something, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we go back upstairs and we we're see... We're about a half hour from close. We're about a half hour from close. Now, in New Jersey, the bars close at 3. 3 a.m. We're about a half hour from close and we see the infamous couple in the other room in a full-fledged orgy type thing. Remember? Yes. All types were, of people. They were in the room we were, where we yes, fucked. Yes. The, they were in the room we fucked in. Yeah, and they must... It they, must have gotten transformed they, into They were swapping because some other yeah. guy was basically had yeah. her legs up in the air. Yeah. So we're literally voyeurism because Absolutely. you you had literally just come, you know. Yeah. You, you I wasn't ready to go just yet. Plus you've been drinking. I, I can only imagine how difficult that is. So I we're we're literally just watching. At, and at I that point, literally we're in full voyeurism mode. Well, we are watching everything that's going on that. It actually got us turned on. I again may have slipped my hand down her pants a little bit while we were watching. Yes. And all of a sudden, he's like, we got to do something else. And I look at him and I go, I'm so horny. 
that were like, you know what, it's a little bit crowded in there, and we weren't sure if we were ready for that. But everyone loves also looked like they were finishing up so, because they gave the warning that it was getting yeah, ready to close. So we decided to go right to the left to the giant couch cushion area. Oh that, my god! I gotta say, listen, I would love it in my house. That is like an oasis of heaven of comfiness. It was. It was all comfortable. So I, I, I listen. I'm not ready to get it back up yet, but the wife is horny and. My main goal in life, and she's going to probably look at me weird, is to please her and to make sure she is happy in every most aspect. So I go, all right, let's go over here, lay back, I'm going to go down on you. Yes. So she pulls her, basically pulls her pants down. Yes, which I, I will say... The next time we go again, I am not going to wear pants. No, skirt, yeah. whatever. Dress, no, skirt, I Skirt, dress, dress, whatever. Yeah. Anything that I can just put my head under. Absolutely. And she lays back, and I start going down on her. And we're really into it. She's moaning, and things are going well. And don't you know, about two minutes later, two to three minutes, the couple that was the star of the show... Plop down right next to us in this very kind of tiny cramped corner room. Because mm-hmm. it kind of, what it does is it's very sh- uh, closed off in the beginning. And it widened as you go deeper into it. But we weren't, we weren't all the way out there. We were right in the beginning. And he lays back next to her. And his ex-girlfriend or ex-wife starts going down on him. So we're basically giving oral to our partners at the same time right next to each other. Right. Exactly. Uh, we go about that for a little bit, and as we're doing it, I kind of feel her hand rub up on my leg. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I will say, our biggest regret, because we were not, we were so new to this, is I, personally myself, I feel like that was like a, 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 a hint. Like, right. hey, we're into you guys. And right now... We would have full swap all day long everywhere. We would have we would have got a room, or we would have went back to a room, or whatever. Uh, full it would have been a full swap all night. Nowadays, but back then we were so raw and so green with it. We were that I really didn't know. I thought maybe she was accidentally touching me. It was so <laughs> that to the point where we all, I guess, because they were doing their own like oral stuff and everything, and it's like. The bouncer, the bouncer dude, came up and was like, guys, we're closing. You know, But he was very nice. He was yes. like, that she couldn't even remember where her panties were. Yes, we actually had to hunt for them. Yes, we well, they ended look. up being in her purse, so it was okay. But we all ended up leaving the club together. Well, we were the we last went, we to went, leave. Before we, before we left, uh, we went down. We were down, at the, we were down at the bar. Yes. They came down right after us because she was looking for her underwear. Yes. And we... Call, they came over to the bar and we said, listen, you, do you guys want a shot? And we gave them a shot of the uh, alcohol we brought. We all took a shot and we got to talking a little bit. They told us they were staying at one of the local casinos and they were going to call like a cab. Oh, we weren't drinking that much. No. You know, we had a buzz feeling. Nothing that, you know, whatever. And to be honest with you, I was up there with her for so long that it was like an hour before I got had my last drink. Yeah. So, I was good. Everything was fine. And I said, no, listen, we'll give you guys a ride. You were already in Atlantic and City. It's honest, literally five, ten minutes Atlantic away. Atlantic City is, we love, it's like our home away from home. Yes. We are, this one right here can play roulette all night. Red I'm and black. damn good at it. 
the first to 12, first to 12 <laughs> 13 to 24, so, 25 to 36, right? Yeah. So they, I thought, you know, they might not take the ride because we are strangers. No, but we're going to offer. They literally people. jumped on it. Absolutely. And I'm like, mm, this is a little odd that they kind of jumped on it so yeah. fast. So, so we we're thinking that their... we're going to just drop them off at the, yes. at the hotel, like at the front door type of thing. And they basically convinced us to park and like, hey, let's go hang out. Let's gamble a little. Yes, yes. So we... Park at the top because there was no parking and yes, it's so late on at, the roof. Why not? So we, we go, we drop, we, we go to the casino that they're staying at. We park. We go into the casino. Out on the roof because there was no yes, other parking but the out, roof. Out on the roof. But luckily it was a beautiful day out. Beautiful night. And you were drinking so you had no fear it, of heights. So <laughs> <laughs> that's another story for another time. I, I will say there is a trip to Vegas coming up soon again that will probably end up at some fun places. <laughs> but man, for being a poker player and going to Vegas and LA and down to Florida and Montreal, oh, by the way, Montreal, beautiful and what a party city. I'm terrified of heights. Yes. Terrified. So terrified we, of heights and terrified of flying. <laughs> we try, yeah. So it's really hard. Let's just say I, I'm either. What do you get your? What do I take from my doctor? What does he prescribe me? Oh, it's uh, just it's like a uh, it's a mild mild form of like a Benadryl because yes. we, he doesn't even want to give you like an Ativan because the problem is is that he doesn't want you all groggy yeah, the whole yes, day. Yeah, yeah. So I take a little relaxation pill. I forget my, what it's doctor. called, but it's, it's, it's basically it, equal to a Benadryl, but a more mild. from him, so I can leave. It's I prescribed. Yeah, absolutely. And we usually take it with alcohol, which, well, you. Yes. And you know what? It calms me and doesn't knock me out. I will say, after our last flight, I don't know how anybody wouldn't be afraid of flying after that last one. Well, the guy was flying low and it was rocky. He felt like he had turbulence the entire you have, hour and a half. When you have experienced flyers looking back at you going like, dude, this isn't normal, I got a little freaked well, out. Well, once we got an explanation, we understood why it was normal. Wait a second. Apparently, the pilot was trying to make up time and was flying low and, and fast. fast. Yeah. So a normal trip from Florida to where we live is about two, two and a half hours. We, we got home in an, like an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, really wasn't that he, big of a deal, he dude. He made some good time. Oh, uh, I know, but the... <laughs> the flight, though, was very uncomfortable. That's why I'm saying it's but not that big a deal. Anyway, <laughs> so we get back to their hotel they're staying at, and they're like, hey, why don't... We're, we're all chit-chatting in the car, because we're... At that point, we're extremely Yeah, we open. found out he's a doctor. Yes. He was like a... He's a chiropractor. And that's when we, found, we found out, out that they were rekindling... They were rekindling, and they figured mar- that they would use the... Divorce marriage. <laughs> they figured they would use the sex club... To rekindle and do something kinky. So we get to the casino. Me and her go to the, to go to the bathroom together. Like, well, not together like that, you pervs. But the other together. Yeah, like the, the typical female going to the bathroom. We're talking. We're really bonding and clicking. I'm like, oh my god, this girl could be like my best friend. Like, she likes to drink wine. She's drinking heavily also and everything else and like that. And they're kinky. So uh, exactly. it's a win-win. So we go out and we go and we play. And we play roulette at first. And yes. I am winning. And I'm like, this sucks because I want to pay attention to everybody but i literally am the only one that has interest in in roulette like everyone is standing yeah, he, he came up and, and played a little. a little bit i think just to play just to play and he was kind of getting and close i was to sitting me, back to her talking and she to her. was staying back with you and then i literally was like are they swingers i remember saying that like are they swingers so then you moved over because he wanted to play a little blackjack 
It was a blackjack? Yeah. Twi- he was good at it, it too. It was blackjack, and you sat down and said, I'd never played, and he said, don't worry. I'll, sh- I'll tell you what, I'll show you what to do. Yes. So you guys sat down to black. Now, listen, me and her, we're just sitting there. We're actually just sitting there drinking. Yeah. Because, you know what? Listen, I play poker for a living. I, I only play other casino games if I want to hang out with my wife. Other than that, you always almost nine out of ten times lose against the house. Yeah. I, you know, so, not me though. Yeah, well, you have a system that we're takes, not going to talk about that nine hundred hour win. You though. have a nine hour system. <laughs> not most people don't have your patience. I have to kill time when that's you're playing the, poker. That's the problem. Most people don't have your patience. Most people want the big score and the big win right away. Oh. So they go in and go five, ten, twelve, fourteen, eighty-five, thirty-five, mm. and hope they get that big score. Where you, you can literally sit there for nine hours and yeah. be like, "Hey, I sat here nine hours. I made nine hundred dollars." Basically, you're making 100 bucks an hour. That's good money. Dude, we just got back from AC like a week and a half ago. We literally live like 45 minutes away, so we can do like a day trip. Uh, I had off on President's Day. We went down there, and I literally watched a woman put down $300 at first, and she was winning because she was only playing numbers. But then I kept seeing – I saw her – she was winning at first, so she was going to stack – and then I saw her her pile dwindle, and then she was putting down another three hundred. I put down a hundred, and I left with money. So, because I, I, I play, my way is smart. If you ever want instructions, go right <laughs> ahead. I will help you. So he's teaching me blackjack. He's winning. It's and a turn I'm, on too. And I'm just sitting. We're sitting behind them, like probably a good five feet behind yeah. them. Yeah. And we're literally just chatting away, drinking, having a having a good time. And then they basically make a comment about going up to the room. But I think they were nervous, too, because they weren't very... They didn't come right out and say, do you guys want to come up? They were like, oh, we should we should head to, we should head go to the room. And, and they were like, you guys, you know, or, or let's walk or whatever. I can't remember exactly how it happened, but they start, we started walking we away walked. from the team. Oh, because he lost. He, yeah. he was winning. And then he placed some bigger bets and he lost his winnings plus the money he started with. So he was like, all right, I can't bet anymore because I lost what I, yeah, I, so what I, what I told they myself. They decided they were going to go to the room. And they kind of said it. She kind of went up to him and was like, all right, babe, let's go up to the room. And we kind of started, okay, well, we started walking the same direction because that's the way we had to go to leave anyway. Yes, that's the way to the garage. And we kind of got to where they would hop on the elevators. Uh, he gave... He actually gave my wife his card because he was a he's a chiropractor. So but he also said to call him. Yes. But there was this moment of hesitation because they were like confused why we weren't following them, but we were like, we we didn't even know. Like, what do we do in this situation? You, you know how people. It's like sit, fear of rejection. You know how people sit back and listen. Uh, there are things I regret in life, in a sense. Like, I, I'm really upset I didn't get in on the Bitcoin when it was low. Bitcoin <laughs> exploded. I know. I got to hear are, this all there the time. There are things that people... That is one moment that I truly wish we could rewind and have the knowledge and the... Uh, how do I put it? The knowledge and the mindset we have now. Because we would have been the go-getters. We would have been the aggressive takers. We would have been the ones that, hey... You guys want to hang out a little bit longer? Let's go up to your room. Exactly. Whereas now it was kind of like, oh, we kind of hesitated. And and then we kind of was like, oh, it was nice meeting you guys. Have a good night. And then they went up the elevator and then we're driving home. We walk back to our car. We get in our car. We start driving home. I'm good to go. Having, you know, whatever. And as we're driving, we look at each other and we go, 
was more supposed to happen? <laughs> we did. And it's one of those things that I really wanted to contact him on his card. Like, I had his card. I was going to send him, like, a text or call him. And I chickened out because I was, I, I guess it was, like, a little bit of a fear of rejection. That I'm like, maybe it wasn't what it was because they should have just been like, come on upstairs. Like, we literally shared a car ride. You purposely came into but our they, room. they could have been nervous just like They could have been nervous just like us. And so that's why we basically were like, you know what? We're just going to chalk it up and have forever regret for this one. And yeah. that's pretty much that what is, it is. That, you know, everybody, and no matter what you do, everybody has something where they learn from. Yes. That was our learning tool. Yes. Our learning tool now is, you know what? I don't care if I get rejected. Next time, we're going to be like, hey, you guys got a room? Do you want to keep, you want to hang out? We're going to exactly. have a drink upstairs? And exactly. if not, so be it. If so, fantastic. We are now about living the moment and enjoy the moment in life. Right. And I mean, that was our first experience. But I remember driving home that night from ASA and you and I having probably some of the craziest, best sex from just having that experience. Like the, the, the next couple of times we had it and it was just, it was really the start of this relationship and, and or this, this lifestyle, I'm sorry, not relationship. And this is literally what was the beginning of it and we have so many more stories to tell you guys and that's exactly what we're going to do on this podcast so what we're going to do is we're going to invite you guys to email us about anything that you want to email email us a story about an experience you had email us questions you want us to answer guys i'm an open book nothing offends me obviously a dude sent me a picture of him peeing and i didn't freak out it was literally ask us some questions ask for advice Whatever you want to do, go right ahead. Uh, our email is Chris and Karen Swing at gmail.com. Yes, and that's Karen with a K. Yep, and, so it's C-H-R-I-S and, and Karen, K-A-R-E-N, Swing at gmail.com. Uh, we're working on a website, guys, so you got to bear no, with us. Absolutely, but you can also follow us on Twitter. We just created the Twitter. Yes. Um, And that... If you want to look us up on Twitter, it's the, you know, the at Chris Karen Swing. No N on that one. Just yeah. Chris Karen Swing. Twitter wouldn't let us put an N. It was apparently too many characters, but Twitter's all big about characters now. Whatever. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's Chris Karen Swing on Twitter. Yes. And I have a Snapchat that I post some provocative pictures on and some things and also I, I give you my daily life sometimes I'm a, I'm a hot mess and just need to vent so I'm always welcome to that it's kstebs26 and that is kstebs so it's k-s-t-e-b-b-s-2-6 and go ahead and add me on Snapchat. And uh, again, like we're going to, um, I also, I'm going to put it in later, but I'm revamping it. I write erotic short stories uh, for Literotica. I'll give you my, my name once I kind of revamp my, my, my site and yes, everything. Yes, plus our, uh, our Twitter handle, our Twitter pinned at the top is a link to her Twitter. Yes. For her stories. Yep. Which have, obviously, will have the links to her stories on Literotica. Yeah. Um, so, follow us on every platform that we give you that we can. Email us if you have any questions. Email us if you just want to know anything about us. 
L, email us if you just want to talk. Yeah, I mean, we are big on talking to our fan base and talking to people and responding back. It might take us a little bit of time to get back to you. I mean, it doesn't take us a month, but, um, you know, we we do a lot of our stuff late at night, too. So, and Chris is home during the day when he's playing his poker, when he's not on away on a trip. So I have a lot of free time, so I, I tend to uh, do a lot of the maintenance for our our. <laughs> our podcast and our lifestyle and our our email yes. accounts and, and all that social media where i spend a lot of time doing the answer once we get our website up it guys it'll give all this information on there that we'll just be able to give the website and you guys can go in there and email us and tweet us and everything else and uh we're actually also going to be providing information soon to the swinging convention that's coming up so uh, we're working on that. We're we're trying to get there. We're we're trying to work on some certain things. Um, but if you know we can't get there, we're still gonna provide you guys with the information if you guys want to go. It's held every year in New Orleans, and it's a really good time. So we're just trying to work the days off because we have a lot of vacations <laughs> planned right now, and I still have a corporate job. So yes, absolutely, absolutely. So if you guys have any questions or you want to know anything. Please don't, I'm an open book. Don't, don't hesitate to reach out to us on any platform we give you, whether it's our Snapchat, our Twitter, or even our email. We'll happily answer anything. And listen, we just want to bring you guys into our life and our lifestyle and make you a part of it. Yeah, and we want to make this lifestyle and any other type of sexual type of lifestyle that is safe, that's done in a safe environment and whatnot, to, to not be abnormal. Yeah, Fuck make, it. We want to make it the new norm. Exactly. It's the new norm. Exactly. But it was a pleasure. Uh, podcast one wraps in the books. Absolutely. It, hey, we did it and we made it through and we're not completely drunk yet. <laughs> we're going to be those soon. So uh, we, we'll see you guys. We're going to try to put out a podcast uh, once a week, maybe multiple times a week. It just depends on the schedule. Yeah. And uh, give us some feedback if you want to change something, yeah. if you want us to talk about something. If there's something we, we should do different. We are Absolutely. open to criticism, to learn and grow from it. We just, wanna, don't be, just don't be assholes with your yeah, criticism. Just be good criticism, like <laughs> yes. happy criticism. Like yes. Just, like... Tell us, give us feedback. Yep. I agree with the feedback. Let us know what if you think we're doing is good. Let us know if there's something we should do differently. Let us know if there's anything you want to know. Absolutely. Let us know if there's anything we should talk about. But we definitely have m- multiple more stories coming. So we may have a few podcasts coming out pretty quick. Yes. Within the next few weeks. And then we may go more to a once a week uh, time frame uh, or whatnot. But it was a pleasure. Yep. So, uh, I'm Chris. Yeah. Oh, and if anybody has any music, I'm sorry, I know. I know we talked about this. But if anybody has any music, we are looking for music to add to our podcast for our beginning, obviously our intro and the ending. Uh, please feel free to send in your submissions and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that. So, uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week or whenever we put it out. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Mwah.